And welcome back to another edition of Harris's Sports Take. Glad you are with me on this episode. And on this episode, we'll be talking all things college football playoff. Today is the day, baby. Today is the day we find out who will be competing for the national championship just one week from this coming Monday. And we have two very interesting games on our hands today. Two games that I hope will be close. I hope they will be like the last two national championships and last year's Rose Bowl. But I am not so sure that both games will live up to that hype and excitement. So we have four teams in the college football playoff, obviously. Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. And the first three earned their way in, rightfully so. They all handled their business throughout the season. All three of those teams are undefeated. And the fourth team was kind of a wild card. And before I talk about the two matchups that we have with the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl, I want to back up a few steps and examine Oklahoma in this college football playoff and if really they deserve to be in it after everything that took place on Thanksgiving weekend and conference championship weekend. The fact of the matter is this. Oklahoma has no business in this college football playoff. The Georgia Bulldogs proved they are one of the top four teams in the country when they took Alabama down to the wire, gave them everything they had, and by far was Alabama's toughest challenge of the season. We've never seen Alabama this exposed. We've never seen Alabama really have to fight for a victory into the fourth quarter. Yes, the starters had to play the fourth quarter. That is correct. Public service announcement. The Georgia Bulldogs made Alabama play into the fourth quarter. And even though that happened, the college football playoff committee decided to put in an Oklahoma football team that is 129th out of 130th in red zone defense, and they are they they fall 108th and 100 out of 130 possible teams in ranking in total defense. So you're gonna put that team in who plays in the lousy Big 12 conference over an SEC team that almost took number one down to the wire. And if a few if a few calls bounced George's way, they could have won that football game. That's what you're going to do, college football playoff committee. You have to be ashamed of yourselves. And the college football playoff committee today must be extremely nervous because if Alabama does what I think they're going to do and run Oklahoma out of that building and send them back to Oak, to Norman unhappy. And my final score will be 45-27 tied. If they do that, then the college football playoff committee will have lots of regret. It will not be a fun New Year's. Every single person on that college football playoff committee that voted for Oklahoma in that final spot should be ashamed of themselves. And then they should be they should be kicked off the committee because they are either misinformed or they don't understand that the SEC is the best conference in football, and it's no joke when the Georgia Bulldogs take Alabama down to the wire. 
They don't understand that Georgia proved throughout the entire season. I know I've said before that they're overrated, but you have to look at the top four teams. Georgia proved that they are a top four team throughout the whole season, but they really made their mark in that SEC championship game. They might not be one of the four most deserving teams because, yes, they did not win their conference championship. Yes, they did go. They did lose on the road by a hefty margin. But the college football playoff should have the four best teams, not the four most deserving teams. Remember last year, if we would have the four most deserving teams, you could have put a Big Ten team in. Like Iowa a few years back and Wisconsin, I believe both teams were undefeated and then they lost to the Big Ten championship game. You could be like, Harris, why would those why were those teams out? Alabama or why were those two teams out? They made it all to the way to the Big Ten championship game. They it, their only loss was in a game that they that their body of work let them qualify for. But that's true. So they're des- so you would think they're deserving of a playoff spot. So you would think Oklahoma would be deserving more deserving than Georgia because Oklahoma is a conference champion. Okay, yes, but that's not what we're doing here. That's not why we expanded the pl- the championship field from two to four teams just a few years ago. We expanded this field because we wanted the four best teams to play it out in front of our own eyes. We wanted to give the four best teams not the four most deserving teams, but the four best teams. And yes, there is a difference between best and deserving. We wanted the four best teams to show who really is the ultimate number one. And I think that Alabama got incredibly lucky. You heard Nick Saban after that SEC championship game. We don't want to play Georgia again, obviously, because... Kirby Smart has played Nick Saban twice, worked under Nick Saban for a long time. He knows Nick Saban's tricks. He knows what Nick Saban can do. And Alabama feels like Georgia could expose them the most. And he was right. Alabama showed some flaws. But that's every team. Everyone is human. Everyone makes mistakes. But there's reasons why Nick Saban has had all the success that he's had. And it's because he's able to take those flaws and turn those in not make and not let those previous mistakes happen again and that is exactly what i believe will happen against oklahoma and alabama must be licking their chops they don't have to go up against a deandre baker a curb in a curry smart led defense they get to go up against the 129th best team in red zone in red zone defense how are you not excited for that how are you not thanking the college football playoff heavens for that? How on earth is Oklahoma going to be able to stop this Alabama team with not one strong quarterback, but two strong quarterbacks and a five-star offensive line, a five-star receiving core, a five-star backfield? How in God's name does Oklahoma have a chance to not to give up less than 30 points? And I know my final score didn't seem like a huge blowout, only an 18-point game, because I do think that Oklahoma's offense will find a way to get a touchdown or two at the end. But 
I think this game will be complete domination. But I think Kyler Murray did deserve to win the Heisman, rightfully so, because he was the best player in college football this year. I'm not saying he's the best overall long-term player. I think Tua Tagovailoa will have more NFL success if Kyler decides to go to pro football. But Kyler Murray proved that he was the best quarterback throughout the entire season because Kyler took that lousy defense to the college football playoff. Just like in the NBA, LeBron James took that took his lousy Cleveland Cavs supporting cast to the NBA Finals. But just like how LeBron got manhandled by Golden State, Oklahoma will get manhandled by Nick Saban. So it will be just like the movie we've seen, the previous three college football playoff semifinal games. Alabama will steamwalk their way through, and they will have and they will get the opportunity to prepare to win a back-to-back national back-to-back national championships. So let's move on to the second game. Or rather, it's the first game on TV, but the second game that I'm talking about, Clemson and Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is probably the most disrespected and criticized team in the country. Because Notre Dame's not in the conference, they want they don't want to be in the conference. So they're not good. Even if they are good, they're in a conference, so it doesn't they're not in a conference, so it doesn't matter. They don't play a conference championship. But Notre Dame rightfully deserve to be in this playoff. And I think we are we have one hell of a game on our hands in Jerry World. I expect this to be a 27-24 game. Clemson would will be the winner. The spread is 12 is Clemson minus 12, which is way too high extremely too high. That's just almost disrespectful to Notre Dame. I say Clemson wins 27-24, but that's not a very firm prediction. I'm not too confident on that. I will not go to Vegas and bet money that Clemson will win that game like I will go bet on Alabama. It, that prediction is is not set in stone. I mean, I will not be shocked if Notre Dame goes out there today and ultimately gets another crack at Alabama like they did in 2012. Because it's incredible. Notre Dame's an incredible story. They benched their quarterback, Brandon Wimbush, who just wasn't getting the job done, even though they haven't lost a game. And then Ian Book ranked sixth nationally with a 70% when he completed 70% of his passes throughout the season. And he was eighth in passing efficiency. and. To go along with that strong offense, Brian Kelly's defense is the 10th best scoring defense in the country. So Notre Dame has it on both sides of the football. It seems like Notre Dame likes to have a down year and then they come back strong. And that's exactly what's happened from last year to this year. I think Brian Kelly has done a great job reviving that program. And I think Dabo Sweeney is going to have his hands full, especially on defense especially on defense, because they're without one of their best players in Dexter Lawrence. And Clemson has a true freshman quarterback. But I think Dabo has that championship dog in him, 
He has that cha- he has that championship DNA in him. He's won it before. He's had a tons of success, and I think it's going to be a scoop and score or a special teams touchdown. That's what I, no, that's what I think is going to happen. A special teams play that's going to flip the whole trajectory of the game in Clemson's favor, and I think that ultimately is going to keep Clemson on top. I think Clemson could get out to a lead, maybe blow that lead, because I think Notre Dame is going to show tremendous fight today. But I think there's going to be a few extra plays that bounce Clemson's way, maybe a pass interference, or maybe Notre Dame fumbles or something like that. But I think Clemson is ultimately going to win this football game. But I think this is going to be a classic, grind it out, low-scoring first half, and then it'll be a pretty boring first half. But I expect the first few plays of the second half to be quite exciting. I think we have the quarterback play in this playoff is very strong. Even though I've criticized the overall state of the teams in all of college football earlier in the season, I think all four quarterbacks are very strong. And I hope Tua and Kyler Murray can go out there close to 100% healthy and give the fans what they've been waiting for. I mean, it would, it's crazy to think that the top two players in the Heisman race both play on teams that are so far apart from each other in terms of strength. You would think that Tua versus Kyler would be like a game-winning field goal kind of game, a last team with the football kind of game. But it is not, and I'm going to... Once again, Alabama 27, excuse me, Alabama 45, Oklahoma 27, Clemson 27, Notre Dame 24. So I expect uh, Alabama versus Clemson National Championship Part 3, College Football Playoff Matchup Part 4. And I will not make any predictions for that game until after these games. I need to see what happens with Tua Tagovailoa and his injury, and if Dexter Warrants can come back. So there's lots of variables here, but I hope everyone enjoys their college football playoff Saturday. I am excited. I hope we have two good games in our hands, but don't be surprised if the first one is the best one, just like last season. So enjoy your games. I will see you all soon.